After Hours. All right, welcome to HR After Hours, the only HR podcast that'll actually slow down, let you merge in so you don't miss your exit. Hannah Hampton, <laughs> how the heck are you today? I'm great. I um, I feel like I'm more that person who will allow that, but back in the day, especially when I was driving a lot for work, I was not that person that would let you merge in because... I feel like I got a little road ragey at times. <laughs> well, let's be honest. I mean, if I see you like just zooming when the yes. la- the lanes already merged, if you're and driving you're like just, an asshole, and you're just zooming down with your middle <laughs> finger hanging out the window, thinking you're gonna <laughs> cut in right at the exit, because that's that's bullshit. That's me. That's me standing up for the little guy that won't do it. But what's going on with you, Hannah? Tell me something new. Oh, gosh. You know, just uh, working and uh, just trying to, again, stay stay healthy, stay alive during this crazy world. I'm, you know, I'm taking pride in my home office. I've, you know, recently moved. I think we've talked about that, maybe not on the show, but I've set up my home office and I love it. And I, I have a little bit of pride of ownership. I clean it on a regular basis. Just I want it to be fresh. I want it to be healthy. I want to be happy in here. And uh, so very, very proud of my home office. It's, that's what's going on. How about you? What's new in your world? You know, we're going to not talk too pandemic-y because I know no. that <laughs> some people have done the right thing 100% of the time. Hannah Hampton, you're a trooper. I think there should be at least some sort of medal handed out when this is all <laughs> over. But I also know you're like that guy who's got all his time served marked up on the wall. I won my right. early yeah. release. And if I see that fat fucker go over there getting a shot who didn't do anything right, I'm getting a little <laughs> surly. I understand it. I understand yep. it. Yep. Um, but, but at the same time, I'm at that spring fever slash, you know, my shot's scheduled, but it's another three and a half weeks away. But I've been working on my office as well. I'm actually, like, breaking up my interviews Head right now. Robin, that you're getting your shot. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did have to do that. Absolutely. But I'm I'm actually at that point where some of the, one of my best practices in breaking up my day and keeping not getting the the pandemic blues and and keeping focus working from home is I'm I'm, I'm rearranging my artwork and I'm doing all this stuff my memorabilia in my office and let's talk about the crazy ass things going out in HR. I really thought the pandemic would be the rile me up about rubbing it in that you're getting a shot and then now we have to talk about something else so here we go no, i'm just kidding but no well, but i mean if you told me we could come up with a story that seems wackier than a year of a pandemic i tell you no this did happen prior to the pandemic so i'm going to share a story with everyone and i'm reading this from the signal which is santa clarita valley's that says it's another number one news local news source. So I'm going to read it. I'm going to give you the first couple of sentences of this story because it's it's in the world of HR and it's crazy. So a former employee of Santa Clarita Panda Express is suing the restaurant chain, alleging she was forced to participate in what resembled a cult initiation ritual, according to the lawsuit filed in the Los Angeles County Superior Court last month. The incident occurred at a 2019 training seminar where the plaintiff, a 23-year-old woman, was told to hug it out with the coworker while wearing nothing but underwear per oh, the complaints. Oh, oh, She's no. now suing Pan- 
and a restaurant group, as well as a live seminars and coaching academy for sexual battery, a hostile work environment, failure to prevent harassment, and intentional infliction of emotional distress. She's seeking unspecified damages. The plaintiff started working at Panda Express uh, in 2016, eager to move up within employee ranks. The 20, in 2019, the store manager told the plaintiff she needed to complete a, quote, self-improvement seminar run by a live seminars to be considered for a promotion. So she was told that she needed to go to the seminar in order to promote within the company. Panda Express pushed its employees in the Los Angeles region to, to complete a live seminars training. And the lawsuit stated a live seminar served, in essence, as an extension of Panda Express's own human resources department. Seminar was held in a warehouse in LA in July of 2019, where every person in attendance was a Panda Express employee and received seminar materials featuring the Panda Express logo, the complaint alleges. So basically, uh, she wanted to grow within the company, was told I had to go to the self-improvement seminar. And they said that, that the seminar from the start was bizarre and quickly devolved into psychological abuse. I guess the story goes, it was very, somebody came in from a live seminars and was very, uh, they said nasty drill sergeant and they, you know, couldn't use their cell phones. They weren't allowed to, you know, there wasn't a clock in the room, the doors and windows were all covered. So it was, they said it was just very, they felt like it was an interrogation. And they said that the atmosphere resembled less a self-improvement seminar than a site for an off the books interrogation of terrorists subjects. The sensory isolation intimidation was reinforced by constant yelling and a verbal abuse by seminar staff, creating an atmosphere of fear in the room. So um, wow. that's basically, I mean, that definitely goes into more about uh, what happened. I think the biggest, one of the biggest issues was during one ex exercise, the plaintiff was allegedly forced to strip down into her underwear under the guise of trust building, while a live seminar staff were openly ogling the woman in their state of undress, smiling and laughing. And uh, and they also said that one of the staff members was recording in their state of undress uh, with their cell phone. So it sounds like it was just a nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I was going to chime in a couple times and I actually just did my shocked sounds mm -hmm. uh, just to let you know you didn't lose me because I really wanted to hear more. The one thing that they do go out of the way to mention and mm -hmm. Panda Express is using, I guess, as part of their defense on this is that it is an outsourced service that it's not their right. training department so let's start with that let's yeah. no one at panda does said hey let's create what looks like a combination of scared straight and mm -hmm. mcdanzig's second marriage maybe there's a there's a mix here <laughs> and they so that, you know panda express is denying mandating that uh, the associates participate in these seminars they stated that we're, we are committed to providing a safe environment for all associates and stand behind our core values to treat each person with respect you know they, they said as an act of legal matter they're unable to comment further so they're saying that this was not something that they mandated as a company which I've got some comments on that, but let's let's continue on. Well, I I actually I love letting you run with this one because yeah. when this article came up, 
I was shocked and not as shocked as you think, because I <laughs> do know that Panda Express has had some questionable decision making called out or accused of questionable, questionable decision making, I, I should say, specifically in the fact that they have had other incidents where they have been accused of getting a little too involved with their people's gotcha. personal lives. And so there are certain support teams and levels that have been together a long time. You know, they talk a lot and they socialize and they interact. And I know a friend who was basically tattled on mm -hmm. in her personal life and was called in and asked about very personal aspects of her life sure. involving her dating and things like that. Yikes. That's I was going to actually go further, but I don't think it, but they, but, yeah. they've been called out on it before. They've made some questionable calls and, you know, it does seem that part of their culture is improving you and that's sure. how you're going to improve your performance. So I get, this is definitely a principle versus practice type of scenario because the actual event itself sounds completely mortifying so let's get back yeah, to that. it does and you know here's the thing it's they're saying that they didn't mandate it but i could you know we you and i have had the experience of working in the restaurant industry in human resources so i you know not saying i i don't know what happened and i'm just going to speculate so listeners this is pure speculation but I could see that where it turned into a unwritten rule that people attend but you know maybe they don't have it in writing so being able to deny that they mandate it if they don't have it you know anywhere on paper is something that could have happened again pure speculation uh it could be something maybe that a, a district manager or even an area manager likes these seminars and made it a but for my area we're going to attend these and you know i read in the article that that the, this individual she had to pay out of pocket too that's what she I was just about yeah. to chime in with because she at first I was like, wow, can you believe that she was like, because I'm sitting here and I'm playing, you know, detective and I watched Batman last night. So I did think I was the world's greatest detective for a moment, but I'm sitting here going, I, I actually was stuck right as you were running through that saying, man, that's kind of, this is all so crazy that I'm like, but wow, they're really willing to send a cashier to the seminar and then I'm going through another article on it while you're talking mm -hmm. and it's like she was only making 11.35 an hour when she took this and she paid for it out of pocket yeah that's which again I feel like aligns with not having that paper trail you know if they can't if you know I'm hoping that she's able to prove maybe in an email maybe in a text or something else that she was told she had to do this but if it was kind of uh, an off the record, you're paying out of pocket. It's hard, you know, I'm wondering, again, I'm not an attorney, but it could be a difficult or somewhat, of, yeah, that could be a roadblock for the plaintiff. So it's, I don't know, it's really, to me, it's it's, it's a scary thing. And I, and unfortunately, I feel like it's it, it does speak to the state of, a, of the current world that we live in. Like, why are we living in a world where people have to or feel they have to endure humiliation in order to survive. And sometimes jobs in certain areas and in certain industries are difficult to get, difficult to obtain. And so people feel like they are stuck. They've got those handcuffs 
to the employer because they feel they don't have any other options. And, and, and to take it a step further, and I apologize, this is going to get a little political, but I don't care. Uh, because health insurance is tied to employment, if you need your health insurance, and most people do, uh, they feel stuck in their jobs because if you if you get fired, if you quit, you will lose your health insurance and that destroys lives. You can go into bankruptcy. You can, you know, not having health insurance is, is a, a terrible thing. And because it is tied to employment, I think people feel that they have no option but to endure humiliation. And I feel like that's wrong. And again, I'm sorry that it's gone political, but that's where this goes for me. And uh, we, we as HR professionals need to make sure that we're creating a great work environment for people. Nobody should have to endure humiliation and a lack of a dignified workplace. So let's all be, let's all do better HR people and make sure that we are creating a great work environment. And I know that it's easier said than done uh, because there are roadblocks, but that's, that's where my head went is, man, like this person felt that they had to endure this humiliation. And that's really sad to me. There's so many different things about these articles that are enraging. So mm -hmm. I, I, I could see how this is one of those things that could be very upsetting to different people for different reasons. Right. The insurance is that important that someone might be willing to suffer through um, basically what looks like emotional abuse yeah. because they thought their job was at risk. So there's one reason someone would possibly put it through. There's another thing that really we don't have time to go into this whole can of worms that could be based on socioeconomic, cultural backgrounds, current status in the United States, be reasons that people would do things that they feel pressured to do to keep a job. So it is mm -hmm. really messed up. There are some families that as a young adult and say, listen, I had to go through, I have to go to this thing if I want to keep my job. It's going to cost me money. And your parents would be like, well, you got to do what you got to do. You know, right. if they're trying to make you better. You should go just looking at it at face value. So the, I mean, they could have felt they could have actually gone to someone initially before they even knew how terrible the event was and felt pressure that they had to go, whether it was a friend, colleague, peer that they worked with, whatever it is. So there's so many things about this that are just scary. But the whole thing is how quickly you can also be put into a situation of something that has been described as extremely cult-like. And from every series I've seen on cults, the things they're talking about, the breaking you down, the telling you yep. you're nothing, the being trapped. The second they take your cell phone away on something like this, mm -hmm. when it's going to be a break you down to quote unquote, build you back up. That is what's the same thing they tell you that every cult does that has long-term members. They isolate you. They take it to, they don't allow Sleep you. Sleep deprivation, out. that mental, just putting people through hell so that they're broken down where they, they lose their self-esteem, they lose their self-worth and feel whatever you tell them is the right thing. And I certainly, I think it's funny because cult shows I think are, are big. It's like SNL did a funny sketch about murder, people watching murder shows. And then somebody said yeah. <laughs> cult shows, right? I think uh, it was the Nick Jonas episode, but it's, it's, it's true. Like they're, they're really fascinating, but it's also scary to think 
you know, these are these are regular people who were broken down. And if it, it could happen to anybody at a weak moment, say, you know, if you're in a, a point in your life where you're dealing with a lot uh, and I don't, I don't mean weak in a, in a bad way, but just dealing with with a lot of, of, of things in your life, it can be a weaker moment where you'd be more susceptible to these types of things. And it's really disgusting to me that other human beings would prey on, on people and treat them this way. And I, I just, I, I can't understand that part of it, why you would want to treat people so terribly for your own personal gain. And that's just obviously sociopaths and crazy, crazy people uh, who are only about themselves. And gosh, I feel like this, yeah, this has definite tones of that uh, cult-like thing. But here's the, here's, you know, I will take a step back. You know, Panda Express saying, hey, it's not us, which again, yeah, it's this alive seminar. So I truly feel like there needs to be two investigations here, one on Panda Express and one on alive seminars to see what they're doing, because this has a very Nexium vibe to me. I don't know if anybody watched any shows about, I think it's Nexium is what it's called. Uh, but there's there was an HBO show about it where people, it was all about self-improvement. That's what they advertise these these seminars as but it truly was breaking people down and getting them into this cult so i always say uh you know if it's too good to be true it just might be so dig into any type of a scenario if you're being asked to go to a seminar or a multi mlm the the multi-level marketing things <laughs> i'm not saying those are cults because they're not but you know certainly i think that just always be careful about what you're getting into because something like this is just scary to me. Well, I'll tell you, you're, you're absolutely right. And the thing is what's disappointing about this episode. When I first, at first glance saw the first article about this incident, I was like, all right, Mick's going to have some fun with other, someone else other than the golden <laughs> arches. Right. I was like, I was get, I was putting on my my best McConaughey, and I was ready to go. All right, all right, let's go on some Panda <laughs> Express. But in in all honesty, I can't have fun with this. I no. want to have fun with this, and so me doing a piss poor McConaughey impression is the only humor I can muster up on the story because there's so many things here that frighten me. At the end of the day, even though there we go weeks at a time forgetting this. We are a human resources podcast. So this is like the biggest slap in the face HR cautionary tale other than, so, you know, someone's been in an even worse scenario or a tragedy. So we could take this whole approach like, oh, my gosh, Panda Express, what are you guys doing over there? You know, what are you on? How are you letting this happen? Your company's out of control. This could be one rogue district manager who actually had a good experience at this seminar, talked to someone, they're like, well, we'll put something together for your company. Do you tell your people, we're going to make them better. I love your culture that you're about self-improvement. We're going to do a boot camp style self-improvement. And I guarantee you, your people will see personal results and you'll see professional results. And he talked up to all his GMs, how he wanted to get so many people to do this. And if he didn't loop anyone in, or there's not a procedure to get these type of events approved outside of the operational chain. 
because we've all seen it. Billy comes to the director of operations or the chief operating officer with this great seminar that promises results. And he's actually more organized and improving because he took it. They're like, well, look, we're all in. And if there's not a policy or procedure or best practice in place that involves mm-hmm. someone outside of that straight operational chain of command to say, well, let's look at it. Let me see their info. Let me talk to them. We're going to spend a lot of money anyway. Let's get HR involved. Let's at least get the training department involved. If they're the ones that are involved in the people development process, whatever it is. But this could have all been one rogue branch mm-hmm. of the yep. company because they didn't go through their HR department or at least some facsimile thereof. Because, of course, we don't know what Panda Express's setup is. This no, is what, so this right. is what the co- Yeah, if you have a big company and you don't have a, a chain of command for these type of events, this could happen. Yeah, no, that's, that's 100% true. I mean, I feel like... I'm a part of a lot of HR groups like on Facebook and LinkedIn and, and we talk about this. We talk about things that happen in the news. And you know, while we don't have the window into what really happened, a lot of times we'll comment like this smells of a department, an ops department, or a manager going rogue and not following, you know, either not asking HR, is this okay to do, or ignoring HR when they say don't do it this way. So it's it's one of those things where I, I Sometimes people see HR as a roadblock or see it as a, you know, checking the box. But certainly at the end of the day, your HR department wants to keep you from getting sued, keep you from doing the wrong things. And I certainly hope that all HR people come from that mindset of put, you know, putting the human back in human resources. But it, I think it's really important that departments listen to your HR departments because we're not doing it just because we we tell you you can't do something for reason. And feel free to ask questions and learn more why. I always love giving people, I was like, that's your HR lesson for the day. So to tell people why I'm asking them to do something or telling them not to do something, I'll give them the why behind it so they truly understand versus just HR being the department of no. That's the way that I look at it. And I think you're so right. So people out there, Talk to your HR departments, get them involved, keep yourself free from legal issues. But let's take another step back. I feel like the human beings don't send them to seminars where they're going to get naked with coworkers because that's completely inappropriate. (laughs) And people should know that without talking to HR. Come on. Yeah, and that's exactly it. I mean, that's why I can't even make the jokes because I I, I have to give then the benefit of the doubt that no one in an HR department looked at an itinerary or got a breakdown or exact agenda for this alive seminar and said, well, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> and sure, it was probably one. of I mean, honestly, if it even brushed an HR conversation from the HR professionals I know, specifically the ones in the hospitality industry, I would imagine, I I can't even make a joke and say it brushed across the desk. There's no way that anyone said, oh, yes, a scared straight program that's just short of military abuse that involves semi-nudity. Well, hell yeah. 
And they have to pay for it themselves? Well, that's that's what I was going to joke about. That's the only thing that even looks like possibly it passed across the corner of an HR desk is the fact that someone might have said, well, if you've got Bob and he and his people all want to go to this, they got to pay for it themselves because we're not going to pay for it and assume the liability. That's the only thing that makes me Mm -hmm. think there's even a chance that there was, you know, a casual conversation where it was given to HR in a very secretive or or non-disclosing type of way where they just said, well, you know, Bob does get his people developed. So if he's found some seminar, just we're not going to pay for it. We, unless you want me to go to it and check it out and endorse it. I don't know. I think it's frigging crazy, but this is just an example of why no matter what you've got going on, if someone comes to you with an idea of something they want to do with their people, Block the 15 to 30 minutes off of your calendar to either Zoom with them or talk to them, whatever, and make sure that they're not sending your people to a live seminars to get naked and yelled at. That, exactly. That, that's what that's the walk away, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Like, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. Fuck it, Mick. That's the walk away. Just don't send your people to places where they're going to get yelled at in various states of undress. Well, there it is. We do our best. Hannah Hampton, anything else you want to add on to this cornucopia of vast HR knowledge we have thrown at people today? I mean, I feel like we've said it all. And let me remind you, let's just treat each other with dignity and respect. That's it. I feel like that is, if we follow that rule... You're going to be doing the right things, but I feel like people forget all about the dignity and respect and shit like this happens. So there you go. (laughs) There it is. And in all honesty, no matter how much you trust the source, when they're coming to you with a new idea, stop, (laughs) make the time to look at exactly what they want to do with your people or have them attend because something like this could happen and cost the company millions and millions of dollars which I don't want to start with that part. What I really want to say what could cost your people their dignity, mm-hmm. could cost you great employees, could actually hurt someone and do some damage. So like Hannah said, let's keep the human and human resources and let's make sure to look out for our people. Hannah Hampton, always outstanding in your field. Make it a great day. Take care. Bye-bye.